1: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters, May 3rd, read did PG thirteen.
0: We love the Sandfall. Our next guest has had successful careers in both forms of the game, AFL and Sandful. Coach Sturt, Marty Mattner joins us now. Marty, happy new year.
2: Thank you very much, boys. Have me on.
0: Uh, our pleasure always is. Hey, before we get into your mob, Sturt. We've got a little poll going about pre season competitions. So I think we should bring back the pre season competition we're, in the We're AFL. dedicating it to Paul Ruse, Marty. <laughs> now. Paul
2: you, Ruse, yeah. yeah. He wasn't. Rusey used to love the pre season. Yeah, didn't he? He, he did.
0: <laughs> Marty, did you play in Adelaide's Cup victory in 2003 against Collingwood?
2: Uh, yes, yes, I did. Yep. Did
0: 44,000 at the Telstra Dome. What what do you think yep. about pre-season competitions? And I'll just set the scene here. Like We've got text coming through saying the AFL should only ever be played for four points mm. and two more games have 25 rounds. That's wow. from Michael. But people are missing the point. You, you still need a pre-season. You still need match practice. So let's make it worth something. That's my opinion.
2: Yeah. I, I, now that I've coached, I've seen both sides of it, like – at Sydney, we were all about. So at Adelaide, I reckon we went through a transition period when Neil Craig first started, and we wanted to win and we wanted to implement the way we wanted to play. So yeah. I reckon we we were playing our best team. We were you know we were really we were going really well. We had a great pre season. We were going flying at the start of the year, I guess. But then in Sydney, I got there, and it was more about giving young guys a go, having a look at different people, trying different things, different strategies, different players, you know, different scenarios, um, you know, and tweaking game plans and stuff like that. So. And now that I've been coaching, I've seen both sides of it, um, and I think that it's it's hard for every club to get the same or what they want out of everything. Agreed. You know, some want to hit the ground running and set up their season. Others, like I guess myself, I want to try some different things that we've probably done over pre-season that I haven't done in the past in terms of game plan and structure and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's a hard one. And um,
1: well, let's test you, mate. Yeah, if the Sample right now yeah. announced that your three practice games, so you're playing Glenelg on March 3, mm-hmm. you're playing Norwood yep. on March 11, and you're playing West Adelaide mm-hmm. on March 17. So they are the three qualifier games for the Kim Dillon Cup. And if you're the top two of the ten teams after three qualifying games, <laughs>
0: Marty don't does get a lot too excited. Now, <laughs> now, Bruce, you could have used a better example. <laughs> I'm saying there should be three you, games.
1: Nah. But would, you, would you play Sturt straight away from March 3 to win the Kim Dillon Cup? Uh
2: Oh, that's a tough question. Mm. Um, what
0: I'm saying is, though, with the AFL, yeah. that there's a million dollars up for grabs. Yeah. Now, that can go to your soft salary cap, so that would give you an extra yeah. assistant coach, a full-time physio. Then there has to be some type of remuneration.
2: Yeah, well, then, but then again, I would say, like, yeah. But then you've got to remember the teams that, I know they've changed it now. See, in back in the old days, you used to start at different times. Everyone starts now at the same time, so mm. in terms of, like, pre-season and yeah. things, so... Um, I would say no. Like, I'd rather get my team right for finals in September than probably win a pre-season competition. Now, if there's money on it, that's again, that's a whole other question and debate and dilemma. Mm. Um, but I'd probably look more at the bigger picture of you know, mid-season, end of year than probably right now.
0: Mm, interesting that's situation, but uh, and all we're hearing now Understood. from the players that we've spoken to, and you would have been in the same boat, I certainly was, it's Mickey Mouse playing against your own teammates. And we just heard Nathan is, that? Like, yeah, as well saying they don't know where they're at because they're only playing against themselves.
2: Yeah, and that, I guess that's the funny thing in February is everyone thinks they're premiers and everyone thinks they're fine <laughs> and you're playing against each other and you think everything's going really well. But I guess that's where, you know, in the past... I. We've played two trials, you know, before the season. We've Mm -hmm. played three trials. We've played, you know, one, had a week off, played two, then gone straight into the season. Um, I mean, ideally for us, we've sort of got to the point now where we've done it a few different scenarios that we probably think that three trials, a weekend off, and then going to round one is pretty good. Mm. Um, But then again, this year, we've got two round one, round two, then we've got gather round, then we've got to buy. So, yeah. All those different things change your mentality, your thought process, and do you get it right every year? I don't know. Oh, I well, last weird. last one on yeah. this,
0: and then we'll move on to Sturt. But uh, <laughs> if you if you were in the AFL program still, where you have been as an assistant coach, what is the best preparation in terms of preseason games?
2: In oh, your opinion, well, I think I think two two a minimum of two structured games against opposition. Mm. All I right. think that's th- I mean some clubs might say 3 but I think 2 to 3 gets you what you want.
0: All right, we've got a okay. poll going uh, at the run home SEN SA that's on Twitter. It's 48% want it back, 52% don't want it. Where would your vote be? A pre-season cup. Gee, you've been busy recruiting, Matt. Hang on. Where would you where would your vote go? Uh
2: well, I think I think, well, if it was AFL, I think one's not enough. like Most clubs have got a structured one game. I don't think it's enough. I think two is at a minimum. So, so would you bring back I don't a cup? Cu- it- I don't, well, I don't think a cup's any good because it's every, every club's in different scenarios and different, you know, right. as I said before, some clubs will want to play kids. Others want to. Start the season well. All those different things. So,
0: all right, you're a no. Damn, I thought I sit on the fence. I sit on the
2: fence. I shit on the fence.
0: I'll take that. It won't affect the poll. Then I still might win this one. Away you go, (laughs) Roach. So you've been busy in the off season, there, Marty,
1: with your changes to your squad. Who's making the biggest impression of the newcomers at Unley?
2: Uh, a couple of them. Um, a couple of these bigger names like Connor McFadden, Marty Fredericks, um, Charlie Parker have been very good. Yeah. and I guess probably, the and even, and even some of the younger kids that we got from Sydney and Charlie Mullen from Williamstown have been the three Sydney kids, um, Anderson, Puncher, and G Committee. Mm. Um, they've, all, they've all been really good. Um, and then I guess the other one is like a Nick Sadler, who missed out on the draft last year, um, but has now you know, spent sort of you know, three months with us in a pre-season program. He's going really well as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it, 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 again, I said before, like, it's a weird time for everybody. I think, I think yeah. we're going really well. Um, until we play some opposition, then we'll find out exactly where we sit.
0: How did you stop Marty Frederick going back to Woodville-West Torrens, the Mighty Eagles? How did you pinch him? Shame
2: on you. Um, well, oh. it it sort of. Well, so, um, it was a it was a sort of an interesting conversation. So um, his manager, we know, yeah, you know, Peter Rhodes, So he sort of um, we sort of know him through other players as well. And then sort of he did a bit of um, work with Tommy Lewis, um, one of our players. So. Tom had a really good relationship with him. Um, so we sort of, you know, got Tom to make contact with Marty and we did as well through, you know, Chris Trapp and myself and then sort of started to build that. Um, and then, yeah, we sort of just worked out, and I think he, um, he fit in really well and he's really enjoying it. Um, and it's been, yeah, really good get for us. So, Marty, which zone,
1: midfield, defence or attack, did you feel you needed to bolster the most?
2: Oh, far out. That's a tough question. Um well, I think we need to add the components to all three. It also yeah. then came down to, you know, availability of recruits and players you can get to the club. And, um, you know, there was, I guess there's, you know, there's not too many, you know, 200 centimetre Ruckman running around. No. Um, there's probably not too many 195-plus centimetre forwards running around as well. So, mm. um, you know, Conor McFadden was probably, you know, one we targeted early. Um, and he's come in, sort of replaced Sam Wonky, I guess you would say, in that sort of position key position defender one role. Um and then I guess, you know, the the Charlie Parker was the one that, you know, we wanted Charlie back to the club so he fits in. And then Marty Freddie was the late one that sort of just, you know, we just yeah, you take the best player or the talented player that comes off an AFL list that adds, you know, good quality footballer to your to your list as well. So um you know there are I mean ideally we would have probably you know, We've been looking at a forward, but again, there's not too many of them running around, so then you've got to look at what's the next best thing, or what's the next best player, or what's the best thing for the club as well. And um, you know, We were able to, I guess, get some good quality players in, but then also add some depth as well. We've got Liam Punch is a key defender from Sydney. Um, He's a young kid. You know, Riley Grundy left last year, mm-hmm. so that's probably the other part of it as well. We've lost a few guys of that, you know, Anzac Likawiyak, um and Harley Likowiak, and then we lost mm. Riley Grundy as well. So sort of about again, like trying to get guys into your club that can replace those or fit the mould of those players that you lose as well.
1: And how are you spreading with the boundary changes? You get the Adelaide Hills more deeper into that area. Is that offering you more depth for your genius?
2: Oh, it, it probably just makes life easier in terms of, having the I mean we would love to keep the River Murray. It's yeah. been a pretty good breeding ground for the club in the past in terms of players coming from there. Mm. Um, you know, Jared Leonard, Chad Wingard, Tony Lewis, those types of players coming through. But um, you know, with the population of Mount Barker and how big that's getting um, you know, we had to we had to sort of not lose, but that was the thing that we decided that was, you know, the best for keep to keep the hills um, and keep building that relationship with that zone and that and that competition. Um, and again, that's been a great breeding ground for our club as well. So, um, yeah, and it suits us well. like We train up at Mount Barker, so we got our internal trial. We train there tonight at mm. Cornerstone College. Um, it's very easy for a lot of our players to get there as well. Um, a lot of our development squads train there, our juniors train there, and our women's all train there as well. So... In terms of that, it's um, yeah, it's been a positive, I guess, in terms of still keeping the hill zone.
0: Just quickly, the Sample W is going gangbusters at the moment. Uh, it started last week. You had an eight-point loss to South Adelaide. You take on Central District at Theberton Oval at 12 o'clock this weekend. Uh, are you getting involved in the program?
2: Uh, yeah, I've been to a couple of trainings, um, and, it, and it's been good to... They're training similar nights to us, which is a bit hard to get to too many, but um, yeah, I mean, the program's going really well in terms of the junior development side of things. We've got a lot of younger you know, under 16, 17 girls coming through the program um, that are playing now league footy, which is great for the club in terms of that retention. Um, and we're able to get a couple, you know, Alex Ballard, Ballard I think, who got drafted to Port, is going to come back and play a couple of games. Kieran Muller, who's at the Crows, is going to come back and play a couple of games, which is great for our younger girls to see the pathway and then those girls yeah. come back and be involved. It's um, yeah, it's really exciting for the club in terms of that junior pathway for AFL and also a senior program.
0: Marty, always good to chat. We look forward to uh, your first game when you host Glenelg, who knocked you out of the finals by 16 points last year. That game gets underway on April the first at 10 past two. Hopefully, we'll chat to you before then during the preseason. Good on you, Marty.
2: No oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on.